Okay. Including uh, uh, the husband and wife on your mom's house podcast. Um, um, the, yeah, Tom. Tom, yeah. Segura. Yeah. And his foul mouth, lowest common do- denominator, low hanging fruit wife. Yes. Who can't come up with anything funny, so she talks about her bowel movements. That's Joe, not funny. Joe, where are you going to sit? <clears throat> sit how you're going to do the show, so I can adjust your well, camera. Where am I supposed to be? No, that, if that's where you're going to sit, then you're. Fine. And now, when right Bert there. comes on, I can't turn it off quick enough because you know, I'm you don't watching like Bert anymore. I'm watching oh, a dead like man. Bert. I'm watching well, a dead man bragging yeah. about how he's killing himself. Well, I and I, I don't want to be a part can of we that. We go back to the show for a moment. Uh, <laughs> Well, you were the one that started with the comedians. Joe. Yeah, Joe. Let's be serious here now and talk about the show. I have to turn my mic off because I keep spinning my wheels. Laptop stolen. Uh, Don't come to me looking for more money if you're that incompetent. Uh, That's how you really just can't make it up, isn't it? Yeah. The (laughs) Cal-USC football game was delayed by a protest, and the protest was the students were defending a stalker. It's it's that unconstrained. They were defending a stalker. Hmm. Uh, the DSA, Rook gave me something on Fanuel Hall in Boston. Unfortunately, it was named after a slave owner, so that's got to go. Uh, what else do I have? We're on the council. Well, while also in Boston, uh, the mayor has had a constrained moment. She's going to allow the police to disband a homeless camp called Methadone Mile. Uh and two emails from listeners that that can't possibly know each other, but it's a good indication of how GLers think when it comes to this constrained versus unconstrained interesting development. Uh, really, really good emails from two listeners. <clears throat> In fact, tell me more about the laptop thing laptop millions and millions of dollars need to be found to replace the stolen laptops uh, because during the pandemic uh, the precious little learners probably went out and sold them i don't know this story it's uh on fox nine oh my Oh, my. You know what? I don't want to pay for that. I pay for too much now. Oh, wow. Look at this. What? Well, I'm reading the story on oh. Fox 9. It's 5,391. That's, that's a lot, Joe. It is, Ken. Joe, do you hear me? That do, is Ken. a lot. Yes, Ken. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and open that link in a new tab. Did it snow uh, up in the great Northland? Oh, boy. It started yesterday afternoon about 3 o'clock. So did we. I'm struggling with those summer-only tires. I'm not plowing, and I'm not shoveling, and I'm ignoring it. That's an announcement at the beginning. Uh, There is no uh, space management required at this point. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. That's why I voted for you. That's right. Well, mythically, <laughs> pretend. John, I really like to group the national. I uh, the only uh, I haven't heard a lot of it, but what I've heard is they have know. a duet with Taylor Swift. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I love the fact that in uh, Denver Sunday they played Taylor Swift songs after the Broncos won. <laughs> after they won. <laughs> that's yeah, that funny. Pre- that's pretty good. <laughs> Detroit rebounded nicely after their horrific loss in Baltimore. Did you watch some football last night? Just a bit, but I like the World Series myself. Yep. I'm rooting for Texas. I'm good with either club, but I yeah, I kind of want the Texases to win their first their first natty. I watched Antique Roadshow and I went to bed. <laughs> About 7:30. <laughs> if I was the type of person that shopped in these uh where, where, what are these secondhand stores where the poor people Goodwill. shop? I would just go to every single Goodwill there is and just buy all the paintings there just in case. Just Because that's, that's where the real money lies, <laughs> in found paintings. Yeah, I paid five bucks for this thing, and it's worth $900,000. I just buy them out Can't every single. every sing- genius. That's, a, that's like buying every ticket in the pull tab box. Yep. You're right. Yep. Eventually, you're going to get the winner. My kid put a cabin, uh, put a light. Uh, what am I saying? Hey, how are you? My kid put a uh, camera. At this at this cabin he bought. Uh oh, is he getting uh, animals and critters no, but, and birds? But guy what, in the corner. If I had time, what a delightful <laughs> prank! If you went up there today oh. and stormed around the yard as some ghoulish entity, and then pawed at the door as it got dark, and then play it for all the kids, they just free. They'd never go there again. Ever, and then uh, ever. On tomorrow's newscast, John will read the headline, uh, local podcast Ew. host arrested. Grandpa has a, a very nefarious yeah, mind. And, uh, I, uh, I know kids, and they would freak. I would like to be a part of that somehow. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Uh, do you know any locals up there? Larry, Daryl, and Daryl, the guys who put in the docs. I, I would give. Contact, I told them. I, me- I messaged him today. Get a hold of Larry, Daryl, and Daryl, and have one of them get over there and do, bang on that door. Do any of them look like me? Oh, yeah, they're just decrepit looking. So, good. <laughs> I would white. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. No, no, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I would white paint my face yes, yes, yes. and do something around the eyes and drag a leg and have really shambles for oh, clothes. yes, you're on my wavelength. Yeah, Those kids yeah. would freak. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You are messed up. I am. Dad. But I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I could have used these tips when my kid was young. That would have been fun. Dick Bramer's quitting? What? Yeah. Yep. He's uh, going to be a front office guy now. You're kidding me. Well, he's going to be a special consultant, I'm sure. You know. So who's taking the gig? He's going to go to Wilmer the for raspberry days. Who are they you have, kidding? Haven't announced it yet. Uh, no, I love so him. Wait I for the news. Him. I'll tell you in the news. How's that? <laughs> uh, you guys aren't going to rip. You're not going to rip him, are you? Joe? I'm not going to rip him. No, no, I didn't oh, rip him. I like Dick. I'm just saying, I don't hey, think no. he's going to have a, a meaningful analytical baseball right. job. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Chris, what did you say? Uh huh. I, I, when that came out of my mouth, I then paused. Like this who plane. do I, who can I contact? Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what do we call him? Little kid, ambitious podcast. Used to produce my podcast. 
Ross. Yeah, Ross. Uh, <laughs> that's your name, Ross. Ross, grab that sound bite from uh, Reavers. You, you heard what he said. <sighs> oh, can I have my ads? Wait a minute. So if Provis takes... I'm turning into, the ads. I'm turning into sushery. I can't even remember Corey's. the names of people I know really, really well. <laughs> For a million dollars. Job will be what, what's his name? Uh, I know his dad. Let's go. Or you want to guess? Or yeah, no. Tell Come you? on. Joel, you're going to have frat. Guess what else? I don't know. Eco-fun and precision. Guess what else? Um, Joe, could you please do eco-fun first? Because I need Kenny to also do moon. Yeah. He said he was going to email November material here today. Do you see anything from Tim Bloom? I thought he sent one last week. Well, he's got November sales now. What about the cold November rain? Uh, uh, Rookie. Have you guys noticed Rookie's costume? I'm not going to say a word. He's not wearing a costume. He's a grown adult. He's not wearing a Yo, costume. Really, Ken? Really, Ken? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You guys uh, monitored the Garage Logic Twitter account by chance? No. What's going on? Well, I'm sure that's reaction to that ridiculous bunny suit you were wearing, right? It's actually not a bunny suit. It's a uh, rook. Dumb sh it's a dumb shit suit. Rook. Uh, let's see here. The always available bunny suit, huh, Chris? That's pretty imaginative. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus. my God! So, just to get a rise out of my two sons, we do the show. It's eleven fifty-seven. No, wait a second. Uh, I ordered a adult-sized Siamese cat costume for Halloween, and I oh swear God. to God, I thought my youngest kid was gonna shit his pants. He was laughing. So hard. Oh my God, I can't believe the way you just threw that cat. What the hell? That's dumb, dumb. Just heave him across the room. <laughs> oh, there's video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was so off-put by the picture that What's I that? clicked Did you throw it on. I was holding him, and I just, I, like, just tossed him to the ground. It was from about two feet in the air. <laughs> Did you spike him? No, I just kind of, here you go, buddy. Because <laughs> they have their own water dish. Because even when you power pitch them into the ground, they will flip and land on their feet. Yeah, 100%. You should try that. You should definitely try that. <laughs> Joe, at my home, the cats even have their own water filter. Yes. That's that's very interesting. With uh, wow. Connecticut water. Chris, you can make fun of me about anything you want the rest of your life, and I don't care because after seeing this. Yeah. Hey, uh, wow. so it might even be better instead of going to the door if this figure just kind of walked back and forth a few times. Yeah. Oh. Just, yeah. Uh, um, I got a prank that would be right up. What what the, is with you? What do you got? What's wrong with your hair? <laughs> oh, Harry Potter. Nothing. No, he's a greaser. No, I'm a greaser. What are you a sosh? No, you're a sush. Uh, Joe. <laughs> that, Good, huh? Outsiders that hall, reference. That yes. hall in Boston is is that on a college campus? No, no, it's downtown. New Hall is a big tourist attraction downtown. New Hall. Fanul. Fanul. F A N with a funny spelling. F A N. Yes. I E U L. Light the menorah. 
1742. History. Right. It's just Matthew said yeah. they tried that before. I'm ready. Uh, hold on. Let me just which ship my water. Open link in new tab. Uh, Joe. What? I'm ready. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you the Halloween edition of Garage Logic Podcast ooh, number ooh, ooh, ooh. 1181, ooh. October 31st, 2023. 83 degrees on Halloween mm-hmm. in 1950. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been fun? Festive. 83. Festive. Uh, I have more to say about that in a moment. 15 degrees on this day in 1878. And of course, the Halloween blizzard began in earnest on this day in 1991. I should note, I should note, this is our last 80 of the year. Oh. So in Minnesota, you can you can get to October 31st and still have the dreams and hopes and aspirations of an 80, but that's it. I can find no more 80s until next year. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. You know, Phil Hansen in Montana has a great question. Not all town council members live in the metro area. Right. right. Town council members live anywhere in the world. It's true. This guy wants to know, uh, can I attend this thing Zoom? Is there a live way to attend this meeting? Uh, You know, that's a good question. I forwarded this to our superiors. Okay. Okay. he said, in this day and age, is there a way for those of us listening out, st- out of state to virtually attend the live council meeting? Sincerely, Phil from I, Montana. I do know there that. There are a lot the, of GLers in Montana. Right. I do know on the 15th, if you're unfamiliar, uh, Tattersall, if you're not a town council member, sign up and RSVP for the event. I know that we're going to have our video department there with Pat. So I would assume that the council meeting will be available to those that can't attend to watch online later. After the after the conclusion, okay. Uh, yep, appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the update. Radar constrained and unconstrained. Constrained uh, motivated quite a few listeners to weigh in. I'm referring to Thomas Sowell's view of political life and why it's so strained. It's because some people have a constrained worldview, which is. Human nature is human nature. It uh, it often cannot be repaired. And other people have an unconstrained worldview, meaning that they think with just a few tweaks and adjustments, anything could be taken care of, most most particularly by the government, for example. And we're I'm constrained. I'm a constrained person. And uh, Jim Wolf, who came up with Sensum's razor, also writes, I thoroughly enjoyed the discussion around constrained and unconstrained. It made perfect sense. I plan on reading more of Soul's writings on this topic. However, I have a small group of liberal, left-leaning friends who will need this explained in terms they will understand, especially as we gather together for Christmas and New Year's. 
Nothing in my arsenal of facts of facts seems to have worked on them in terms of explaining the mystery, including their part in it. But like you, I stay hopeful. So I offer you a possible GL interpretation for your consideration. It is somewhat obvious, but I would welcome your feedback. A Mysterian would say, there is nothing the government can't do for all of us. A GLer would say, there is only so much the government can do. Hmm. I, I agree. Uh, to which I would add that it is the unconstrained who would favor government in, in many areas of life. It's the constrained who do not see government as the answer to very much. Now, on to two GLers who couldn't possibly know each other. Uh, Sean is from Fulda, and I don't know where Kim is from. But they both wrote about constrained and unconstrained, and they both hit the same note. I love the way GLers think. Uh, Sean from Fulda, hail the flashlight king. Hail you! Joe, as you spoke yesterday about the constrained and unconstrained worldviews, it got me thinking. The constrained view would seem to fall in line with the Judeo-Christian worldview that people were once created good with a great deal of potential, but after the fall of Adam and Eve had children in their own image and likeness, Genesis 5, 3, rather than in the perfect likeness of God. As such, Jews and Christians have believed for millennia that mankind has a sinful nature, Romans 7, colon 5, 18, which bears fruit or death and needs to be constrained, which is one of the reasons for giving of the Ten Commandments and one of the reasons that we find the Decalogue Ten Commandments in courthouses around our country, even at the Supreme Court. However, as you have maintained, our people are losing their grip on both history and heritage. When, after five decades of Disney's follow your heart without realizing what Jesus said comes out of the heart, murder, adultery, slander, theft, etc., Matthew 15, colon 19, we have a populace without a moral compass because even the conscience is twisted by sin. Thus, the unconstrained who believe the lie of progressivism that if you put enough good information into a person, they will live up to their potential and be good. However, as Kenny might well tell you, you can put lipstick on a pig, but in the end, it is still a pig. Thanks for the insight. I propose a conjunction of the terms unconstrained and mysterious to describe the rabble. Sean from Fulda. And then, lo and behold, this came in from Kim. Thanks so much for bringing up the article by Constantine Kisson that alluded to the theory of constrained and unconstrained by Thomas Sowell laid out in his book, A Conflict of Visions, published in 1987 and revised in 2007. This is the reason the country is so polarized when dealing with moral and political policy decisions. As a conservative, I have been frustrated for years with the inability to have a dialogue with other Minnesotans about the things that really matter in life because we come from completely different worldviews. What Thomas Sowell has provided in his book is a secular description of biblical reality. Our creator, God, originally provided a perfect place for human beings, but those perfect humans had free will to disobey what instructions the creator provided. That became known as the original sin and progressively corrupted mankind through millennia. 
because of this sin nature, our creator has had to provide instructions on how to live and treat each other. Within the Bible, our creator has provided instructions on how to manage our lives in a constrained manner so that we don't destroy each other and the fabric of his design for us. When those instructions have been either neglected or opposed, we have the consequences of those actions provided to us in the histories recorded in the Bible. Our Creator has provided all the answers to our dilemmas, including racism, lack of peace, transgenderism, debt, and even climate change in His instruction manual, the Bible. The more our society becomes illiterate as to our Creator's opinions and instructions, the more we will become unconstrained and destructive to ourselves out of the arrogance and pride that we somehow have all the answers. As the Bible states in numerous ways, you either have a biblical worldview constrained or you have a worldview of life unconstrained. This is truly the conflict of visions, and as you pointed out, is the explanation of why there is such a polarization of views. Hmm. But ink, boom, boom. Now, I must admit, I'm not a Bible guy. You're we not a literalist? Tell. You're a contextualist. I'm just not a Bible. I've, I have not poured through the Bible. I don't read the Bible. But you're a contextualist. <laughs> if it says there were locusts, you don't worry about the finite number of locusts. You just knew that something bad they happened. They had some bugs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I interpret it. But I buy that. I, what I buy is... Uh, constrained and unconstrained, I think, is is obviously linked to the decline of moral and ethical integrity. Yes, you in the back. But you guys, in your long and storied history, one of your best segments was on leprosy. Wasn't that taught in the Bible? No, I don't think they leprosy. It. They I don't teach think it. leprosy had anything to do with the Bible. You sure? It had to do with uh, when was, you went to a Catholic grade school, they hit you up for some dough to send to the lepers. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That little can, you put your quarter in there, I and you see. said, I'm in. Like I don't a scan want, bucket. You know, I, I don't like leprosy. Right. Didn't they toss them in a pit? No, they had bad hospitals. Leper Island. Oh. Yeah, Leper Island. I thought it was a leper pit. The, the tugboat that brought them there had the bad tire yeah. nailed to the front of the... It's spewing yeah. uh, exhaust. And then you saw you saw only gauze, a lot I of gauze. I saw dirty gray gauze. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to question your grip on history, but I'm not sure they had tugboats in the Bible, did they? I'm not referring to the Bible, Ken, because if you'd listened closely, you would have heard me say to Chris, I don't wow. think leprosy has anything to do That's, with the Bible. Well, that verse was clearly in Mark I, 11, colon 3. I, I disagree because I just looked it up. Uh, Jesus cured the lepers in the Bible. Well, okay, and that's once, Luke maybe. 17, colon, colon, 12 through 24. Joe? As Trump would say, okay, he did it once. Jesus, he cures the lepers. <laughs> a lot of people get a leprosy. A lot of people get leprosy. When, um, oh. when you're referring to Bible verses, the colon is silent. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, 10 I verses 8, to, maybe. Joe, yeah. I accept your apology. 12 through 24. What am I apologizing for? Well, you doubted... Oh, I'm sorry if you were offended. A lot of fingers on Leper Island. Is there a Trump Tower on Leper Island? No. Not yet. I always saw Hawaii, didn't you? No. No, not I, once. I didn't I did. see the Caribbean or Hawaii, but well, I, I saw... The Caribbean has nothing to do with Hawaii. 
palm trees on the other side. Oh yeah. my god! I see a floating garbage barge, just not even tethered oh. at all. Escape with us rolled. vacation. Yeah, it's just floating. It was tattoo there, ringing the bell too, when the tugboat <laughs> came around the corner. The boat, the boat. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. Okay. Maybe Welcome. we should. Yeah. I'm Mr. Rourke, your host. Welcome Jeez. to Leper Island. What is D-plane. your, what is your D-plane. fantasy? <laughs> I've got a lot to get. Quit flapping your yapper. Let's go, Halloween. Why do you look like a complete Because fool? it is party mother frickin' night. <laughs> this is rookie's day. I am already done. You look like Harry Potter dressed up as up. in a biker gang. In my in my efficiency meeting today, the whole thing you're wearing a t-shirt. Yes, and I stood up today in the efficiency meeting with all the airport higher ups oh, and said, "Phil, um, I'm speaking for Jack, who's my boss, and he wanted to know if this was going to be the new attire for the IHS." <laughs> and uh, Jack promptly said, "Phil, I'm I'm very sorry for him chiming in like that." So I don't know what awaits me when I get back. So you have the same role there as you do here. Pretty much. Uh, Jack <laughs> is my Joe Souchere at the airport. Matt. Yeah. Thousands of laptops and iPads <laughs> issued to students in the Twin Cities. Tragedy. Have disappeared since the pandemic. Right here, Reavers, right here. Disappeared since the pandemic, and it's costing millions of dollars. This is a Fox 9 investigation. Uh, and watch these phonies in the teachers' union come begging for more money yep. now. You know, keep track of your laptops. The kids probably went out and sold them. At the height of the pandemic in 2020, schools began to rely on remote learning to educate students. Many school districts issued Chromebooks or iPads to make remote learning a possibility. However, keeping track of those devices has been a challenge. Uh, wh- why? It should be, here's 78, 79, and 80. They're in their spot. Uh, Matt, you were issued a laptop number 79. Here it Where is. is it? Right if here. you can't produce it, pay me for it. Yep. Like that's going to happen. Sixth grader Hayes Peterson carries his crow. Oh, that's a cut line. Yeah. Yep. At Minneapolis Public Schools, 5,391 student-issued Chromebooks have been lost or stolen, along with 68 iPads, 328 mobile hotspots between the fall of 2021 and the spring of 2023, costing at least $1.67 million to replace, according to inventory data obtained by the Fox 9 investigators. MPS said each year 30% of its inventory <coughs> is lost or stolen. Wow. Constrained or unconstrained? That is the question. This comes at a time when MPS faces a dire financial future, mainly due to declining enrollment. And that's another thing that bugs me. If you're not getting any kids to go to your school, why does it cost so much? Why is it go co- away? Why are costs going Just up? go away. Uh, a five-year projection predicts an imminent financial crisis. When it comes to lost and stolen devices, parents have questions. I think there are a lot of factors going into the financial issues, and all of them should probably be examined, said MPS parent Jessica Beckwith. It's worth noting the data MPS provided on missing technology is not complete. Since at the height of the pandemic, when a lot of devices were issued, MPS had 
did not centrally and collect it did not centrally collect and reconcile inventory until the summer of 2022. Then don't come to us begging for money, you right. morons. You blew it. Right. You don't know how to do this. In a statement, a spokesperson for MPS said in part, since the return to in-person learning, we have implemented a new checkout system for student devices. Well, great, but you're too late. Right. Of course, you got a mayor in St. Paul who probably will forgive this because he's forgiven library fines. Right. Not understanding the important groundwork that lays. We, uh, we need a pompous tech guy to come down and talk to us because I have questions. My first question is, don't these things have their own serial number or address and they can be tracked? Uh, you can find out where they were last online at. Is that a dumb question? No, I don't know if they all I, I, ping or not. I, I, you would think so, and you, because you'd have find my. Everybody's got find my phone. Right. According yeah. to data provided by the Anoka Hennepin School District, eight hundred and forty-eight Chromebooks went missing within the last three years. That's two hundred and twenty-eight grand. Here's my guess: they're just not looking for them. If it doesn't come back, they're they, gone. They're gone. They're yeah. they're just gone. They they don't they don't care enough to and they the don't effort. hold. See, responsibility doesn't exist. Well, what about insurance? That's a good question. This happened in Rosemont, Apple Valley, Egan, St. Paul Public Schools. Uh, St. Paul Public Schools inventory records show three thousand one hundred and seventy student issued iPads are gone since 2020. That's a million bucks. They're gone. Pre-pandemic, our loss rate was hovering around 4%, which talking to our industry partners, what's your industry partner? You mean these other phonies in public education? Right. Is on par with many other school districts around the country. When I say phonies in public education, I'm referring to administration. There are teachers still trying to hang in there. Uh, okay. What man, did you read? What did you read the figure for St. Paul Public Schools? I know you mentioned the mayor. I just did 3,170 so, student issued iPads for a grand total of 951 grand. <laughs> That's under a mil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Get this managing it all has been a team effort by St. Paul Public Schools leadership. Oh, oh well, you, you lost, team. You failed. Here's yeah. where there is no one to say the buck is stopping with me. I want to know where these are. These people all walk around all day, these obsequious, fawning people in the administration. They don't have a clue. They're, they're unable to make decisions. They have to have a meeting about it. In the meantime, you just keep screwing the taxpayer. Assistant Super Adam Coons told uh, Fox 9 investigators that St. Paul Public Schools do not charge students or families for lost or stolen devices, citing state law. Which, What the hell state law would that be? You're not responsible for your own actions. That's the state law. Do anything. It's brand new. Anything goes. <laughs> That's the state law. When, out, when asked how the district plans to to pay for lost devices, Kuhn said, we anticipate students will likely lose or break these devices, so we plan and budget 
to buy more devices than we have students. What a way to run a business. Yeah. Not bad. Well, I don't know what H. Uh, what does HBI do, guys? Because I have a feeling my two laptops here might disappear overnight somehow. There's a, there's a number on everything. Property of KSTP AM FM radio. For I have Reber's an answer monitor. to Kenny's question. Okay. While iPads already have built-in location tracking capabilities, St. Paul school officials say they can't be activated by the school district to find a lost or stolen device because of student <laughs> privacy restrictions. <laughs> oh, God, we live in such a serious society, don't we? This is awesome. And, and what the hell could be so private that somebody didn't need to see or know about hey. Willie Wilson in third grade? Have you been to Pornhub lately? <laughs> What's that? Not in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. It's what saved your marriage, Reavers. <laughs> While more schools across the Twin Cities see a rise in lost and stolen devices, it may be the price of doing business. I think that having devices in student hands in this era is critical, Kuhn said, because the real super, what's his name, Nathan? Uh, uh, Gothard. Gothard. Uh, Gothard. He was probably too busy to weigh in on this. He's, he's very busy. Award, yeah. yeah. I think that having devices in student hands in this era is critical, Kuhn. These people are utter failures. I'm Again, teachers, I'm talking about the people that boss you around and rule you. They are idiots. They have, they have consumed every bit of unconstrained Kool-Aid they can get their hands on. They are worthless, and they cost us a fortune. This is probably a drop in the bucket of the kind of money they waste. Well, like I was going to say, it's, it's easy to run a business when you have an endless supply of revenue. And no rules to really and no follow. rules. It's that's pretty easy. Make your own rules as they go. And that endless supply of uh, revenue comes from us. Us. Yeah. Say, I got my uh, text from Tim at EcoFun. My scooter gets picked up Sunday because I partake in the EcoFun Motorsports pick up and drop off. Is winter this special storage treatment? Plan. Special treatment? No, no. Yeah, in fact, treatment. I got a neighbor. He wanted to know. Do you want? Am I picking up his on Sunday too? So I checked. And, yeah, that guy wants his picked up, too. It has nothing to do with special treatment. Everybody can do it. You just get a hold of EcoFun and tell them you want in. Because they not only store it, they'll tan the battery, change the oil, and do a tune-up, and they'll bring it back to me in the spring. I, I, I think it's a hell of a deal. And right now, they've really, and it's very timely, they've turned their attention to snow. They've got Yamaha snowmobiles in stock. They've got great snowplow and snowblower deals going on now. They've got fuel-injected ATVs and a 50-inch Denali steel snow plow blade on sale. Picture attached. Oh, yeah, it's installed. You just pick it up installed. Oh, they got the electric bikes, the scooters, youth recreational equipment, helmets and apparel. Great service department. And... Uh, that great pickup and delivery department. Rookie, get me their phone number. It's not on this. doesn't happen to be on this piece of paper. I got it. Because when you call, uh, when you call, you're offered a menu, and among the menu uh, choices is if you request pickup and delivery, press this button. What do you want? You want I want the Forest Lake store. 612-321-8867. All right, and then you'll be offered a chance to... Uh, Tell them you want pickup and delivery if they still have space. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. It's on Highway 97 
almost immediately west of 35, and in Burnsville, EcoFund Motorsports, on the service road of life near County Road 42, EcoFundMotorsports.com. Did you uh, yes. successfully email Lori Thompson? I did. Okay. I have not uh, heard back from her yet. And it was her official um, Anoka Hennepin email. Hey. But when I called the, what do you call it, the classroom or whatever, they, they told me she's only in on um, Fridays. Good gig if you can so, get so, it. Well, no, I just don't know if if <laughs> Sheila would have today for the airport. No, I gotta go back. Yeah, Sheila would have her number, Chris. Halloweeny out there. Uh, it's Sheila. there's almost Qualls? no one flying today. But there Qualls? are some costumes. Yes, that's a good point, Kenny. Yeah, Tuesday. They're building up though the um, Thanksgiving crowd. It was funny because they said for MEA. It wasn't just Thursday to Sunday. It's the week before, yep. the week after. It's People. everybody's flying. We never had that when I was a kid. I don't think. Maybe we. Did. Maybe the public schools did. Uh, did they? <clears throat> okay, let's change that. Okay, I have time to talk about the DSA before John. All right. Uh, Ken, can you give me a um, Maple Grove here, please, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. You can do that, Ken? Sure. Okay. okay. Here we go. Ken. Here we go. Just a minute there. Here we go. Oh. We going? Here we go. Joy, are you ready? Yeah, sure. I am rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. Could be a make a move day, huh? With that snow and ice? <laughs> no, no, everything's fine now. All right, thank you. Uh, for the rest of the day, that's, you know, that's a long time. You've got all afternoon. Don't worry about it. Just get there before Rich closes the doors. What in the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about the 20% off sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Um, Rich has been selling everything in stock there at 20% off all month. He's trying to make room for the new stock coming in. Huge savings when you're talking thousands of dollars, 20%. It adds up. And uh, to make things even better, Rich is going to toss in a free accessory installation for you. Protecting our stuff, that's what matters the most to Maple Grove Lock and Safe and the best safe ever made, the Liberty Safe. There's a brand new policy uh, that Liberty has adopted regarding their keeping backdoor access codes. Um, and they'll do basically whatever you want them to do. So um, don't worry about it. Forget about all the trash you've read. Uh, Liberty is on top of it. If you have any questions, make sure you ask Rich when you pick up that brand new Liberty Safe. And 20% off, it's for the rest of the day here in October, last day of the month. Uh, Rich is at 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, and he's on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. 
I, uh, I'm through. Uh, let me start over. Uh, I believe that any Democratic Socialist of America candidate is the enemy of the country. Uh, not in a terroristic way, not that they intend any physical harm. I'm not suggesting that. But that that this is the, they're attempting to bring about the complete transformation of the mystery. And I it's it's there's no use hedging bets anymore, being careful with the language. I believe the voters, if they wish to preserve some semblance of the America they know, they have to turn their backs on these people. Now I'm noting, and I'm using a very qualified mole for this who I trust implicitly, he notes that the Star Tribune has endorsed for the St. Paul City Council Hua Yong Kim uh, for the uh, Fifth Ward. That's been held by City Council President Amy Brenmoan. It's a north and central ward. Bren Moan's been there for 12 years, but she's stepping down. Uh, Hua Yong Kim has been a Bren Moan aide. So in other, oh, word, in, other words, the torch. in other words, a professional careerist. And the Star Tribune says, I don't know if that's a she or he. I'm going to guess she. Who cares? that she is best qualified to step into this position. No, she's DSA. She's not qualified to step into the position. Rookie C, who's running in the 5th Ward in St. Paul, is you got to vote for whoever's running against Hua Yong Kim. I suggest this is true the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings all throughout the country. Find the DSA candidate, run against them. Wouldn't this be a case, too, where she's going to win with 43 votes? Because aren't these ones typically, you know, the, the turnout for these isn't... Um... Well, then people have to educate themselves and wake up. Right. Kim is endorsed by the DFL and the Democratic Socialists of America and numerous unions, progressive groups, and DFL elected officials. She told editorial writers, meaning editorial writers of the Minneapolis paper, that the DFL and DSA have overlapped shared values in areas such as LGBTQ rights, climate change, and workers' rights. So she is proud to have both endorsements. As the mole notes, shared values means the line between the two goes from blurry to non-existent. And then I've also been linked to a piece I missed. I don't know why I did, but it was printed in the Star Tribune October 16. Tell me if you want... um Who's yes, running? Yes. First guy on the list is David Greenwood Sanchez, 37. What qualifies you to hold this position? Dedicated my career to public policy and community professionally. I work as a professor of political science specializing in environmental and Latin American politics. I've lived most of my life in the Como neighborhood, have a long record of standing up for my community. I'm also a Fulbright scholar, Mexico and Peru. Top priorities, restoring the voice of our neighborhoods. No more top-down decisions. We need meaningful engagement. Um, two, let's uh, generating a sustainable revenue base. Let's okay, find- stop. I'm voting for him over the DSA. Who's next? Okay. Uh, then we're going to scroll down. That's Young. Nate Nins, age 37. What qualifies you? 
I'm qualified to serve in the council for my experience in public service, private sector, tech, and leadership, helping government use tech to better engage with residents. Marine Corps and Army intelligence analyst and squad leader, worked at every St. Paul Public Library, small business, and entrepreneur. Stop. I'm voting for him over DSA. Anyone else? His top priorities? Build trust with residents, being accessible and accountable, transparent and responsible spending, expand economic development opportunities, explore installing a neighborhood city youth core, um, provide specific goals with regular updates. 1,000 times more qualified than this Marxist Juan Zhao Kong Kim. All right. Uh, yeah, that that is a, a lady, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Tollison is... Uh, Pam is Tollison? Name? Yes. Well, that's our candidate. She's 62. I have wealth of experience being a single mom, renter, landlord, homeowner, wife, and longtime employee in the private sector, community supporter, and caregiver to my elderly parents. All are beneficial when making policies affecting residents. My professional experience is having a paralegal degree and leading a team working on state rules and regulations. Okay, if I lived in the Fifth Ward, I do not, I would vote for Pam Tollefson. We met her at the fair. She's a strong voice. She's, she's not a DSA. Uh, you've got choices there in St. Paul in the Fifth Ward. You know what it would be? It would just be a crying shame to elect this, uh, uh, what's her name? Kim. Yeah. Kim Jong. Hua Yong Kim. It would be a crying shame that she would win this post. For what possible reason? Tollefson, fully staffed police department, which requires careful planning and budget allocation. Balanced city budget, which requires prioritizing and allocating funds for necessities and critical services, affordable housing, which requires addressing needs, including the availability of medium-sized homes. You know what, Kim? The majority of people in the Fifth Ward are not worried about LGBTQ rights or climate change. What did she chime in with? Okay, here she is. What, 38? I'm your DFL and TCDSA. This? this is um, your guy, or your gal, Hua. Is she 38 years old? She's 38. I'm your DFL and TCDSA endorsed Ward 5 City Council candidate. TCDSA? I don't know what that Twin is. Twin Cities Democratic Twin Socialists Cities. of America. Oh, my God. Correct. Don't yeah. vote for a DSA candidate. They are an ideological enemy of the people. Uh, I'm a former legislative aide, Korean-American, and nonprofit executive director, experienced policymaker. That doesn't She's impress me. She's never worked, in other words. Uh, what would she do if she got elected? Priorities include affordable housing at every income level across the spectrum of housing needs, healing our planet to, com- uh, to combat climate change. Go bleep yourself. We don't need to do that at the city council <laughs> level. Resource, community-centered, public safety, and workers' rights and protections. She's Matthew, not you- for the person that's in Macrover Highland Park. Can you look up uh, City Council Ward 6? Yes. Uh, that's where Nelsie Yang is running, and she also has the endorsement of the TCDSA. Do not vote for the DSA. I was Rook, you keep quiet while you do your okay. research, and we'll come back to you. Uh, I was alerted by uh, the mole to a piece that ran in the, the October 16 Star Tribune, why we can't support DSA back city council candidates, and it's written by DFLers. We are oh. life, we are lifelong Democrats who hold DFL party positions and have given much to the party over time. We feel compelled to take leave of absences from now through November eight. Oh, and, right, and wish to express our reasons. On the morning of October 7, we woke to stories of unspeakable atrocities committed by the terrorist organization Hamas 
against thousands of innocent civilians, most Israeli, but some Americans too. From its launching pad in Gaza, Hamas fired thousands of rockets into Israel's population centers, then breached its land defenses. Hamas poured into Israel, Israeli towns and villages, slaughtered entire families, set houses on fire, and shot residents as they fled. They killed children and burned their bodies. They raped young women. Teenagers enjoying a music festival took refuge from them in a shed, and they lobbed cluster grenades at them. They seized children and elderly as hostages, dragged them back to Gaza to unspeakable fates. The Jewish members in our coalition have been unable to get through for days. They have been reliving pogroms and the Holocaust scripts in their head that replay repeatedly. Two days later, on October 9, the Twin Cities Democratic Socialists of America released a statement expressing solidarity not with the victims, but with Palestine. It did not mention the Hamas atrocities, much less condemn them. The statement reiterated the Twin City Democratic Socialist of America's routinely belligerent stance toward Israel and concluding with the slogan from the river to the sea, which is a battle cry to eliminate the world's only Jewish state. Hamas just demonstrated, had demonstrated what it would do in the absence of a strong Jewish state. It would massacre Jews. The Twin Cities Democratic Socialists of America apparently approve. They are an enemy. St. Paul, you have an obligation to turn back this enemy. Uh, let's see. I, I, uh, uh, they, uh, I'll tell you who these people are. Um, where did you source this? Because I'm looking at an op-ed piece from Thursday, October 17th. In that's, the Star Tribune. that's the one, the 17th, that, not the 16th. That, no, okay. this was printed October 16th. Well, Kenny, were you asking about Ward it, 6? Well, it's dated October 16th. Yeah, it was printed in the 17th, the okay. paper from okay. October 17th. Uh, yeah, Matthew, but let, let him finish that because okay. this is really good. But, yeah, then let's get back to Ward 6. Yeah. Uh, perhaps realizing that it had created electoral vulnerabilities for its endorsed city council candidates, on October 12th, the TCDSA issued a clarification. <laughs> acknowledging that, yes, Jews have been killed, but then it immediately reverted to its customary denunciation of Israeli apartheid, as if Hamas Israeli victims had deserved their fate. Exactly. Yep. Yep. They have no moral clarity. The Democratic None. Socialists of America are the enemy. They are. They, no, we, uh, get, we need to start speaking in some plain terms here. Joe, I would take it further. You said no moral clarity. I would say they are outright evil. This is evil. You would be crazy if you live in St. Paul to vote for Hua Yong Kim. You'd be or crazy to. in the 5th or in the 6th, Nelsie Yang. Yeah. Who's already on the council, right? Matthew? Uh, Nelsie Yang is, yes. Yeah. And the only, she's the incumbent, the only... Um, other person I see running there is Gary Unger, who doesn't have any endorsements and doesn't provide a biography. So she's gonna she's gonna slide right back. The, 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 the playing field is wide open for rational citizens of St. Paul to step forward, call these people for what they are, and defeat them at the polls. Unfortunately, it's no, It's going to be November 1st tomorrow. Joe, you have two in St. Paul. 
Minneapolis? Five. 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 These are the enemy people. I don't see how this is an exaggeration. If it's an exaggeration, tell me. It's not. They're living right amongst us. No, and I think you're being too soft on them. They're doing the devil's work here. But if, if the DSA, their reaction to what happened to, to people from Israel, how was that not enough for you to say, well, obviously I can't side with anybody associated with Let it. me credit right? the D- Yes. Let me credit the DFLers who wrote this piece for the Star Tribune. They're distancing themselves from their own party. They're fed up. They are Tyler Balbuena, uh, Senate District 59 Director. Latanya Reeves, Minneapolis DFL Secretary, Feminist Caucus Director. Teresa Coriel House, Senate District 61 Vice Chair. Erica Piskey, Senate District 59 Director. Julie Wickland, Senate District 61 State Central Committee Alternate, Feminist Caucus Director. Uh, Martha Holton Dimmick, Senior Caucus Membership Committee Chair. Viviana Salazar, Senate District 59 Vice Chair. Jacob Hill, Feminist Caucus Director. Uh, Mary Paddock, uh, W7 Representative to Minneapolis DFL. I don't know what W7 is. Founding Member, Feminist Caucus, Jessica Shatton, Senate District 63 State Central Committee Alternate. Patricia Piskey, W4PO5 Precinct Chair. Something for Precinct 5, I don't know what that means. Joe Radinovich, W2PO7 Precinct Chair. Sheila Ann Scott, Precinct Vice Chair. Lacey Gautier, uh, Precinct Vice Chair. And Gene Ross, Precinct Vice Chair. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm glad they did. And uh, here, let me, before we get too far away, let me give you the uh, Minneapolis enemy. Yeah, I mean, like Nixon's enemy list. There is no room for moral vacuity or hate within the DFL. Yet in 2023, the DFL has endorsed four candidates for Minneapolis City Council who previously had sought and received endorsements uh, by the Twin Cities Democratic Socialists of America. The candidates are Soren Sorensen, Eighth Ward. Stevenson. Stevenson. I'm sorry, Stevenson. Jason Chavez, Ninth Ward. Aisha Kuchugati, Tenth Ward. Oren Choudhury, Twelfth Ward. In their TCDSA endorsement questionnaires, all said they support the boycott, disinvestment, and sanctions movement, which seeks to eliminate Israel. As of October 15, none of these candidates had disavowed TCDSA's justification of Hamas rampage against Jews, and when asked by Star Tribune reporters to comment about the DC, the TCDSA statement, all refused. We cannot support these candidates, and we feel compelled to support their competitors, as we cannot allow the Minneapolis Council, City Council, to gain a morally bankrupt, ideologically rigid, and quite likely anti-Semitic majority. But party rules prohibit us from doing what is right. For the sake of our metro region, our state, and our party, we take immediate leaves of absences, returning to our positions when these candidates' DFL endorsements expire on November 8. Why do you suppose they left out Wansley? Because she's Ward 2. She's already in. 
And uh, she has the endorsement according to the website, the uh, TwinCitiesDSA.org website. She's also endorsed by them, I don't Robin know. Wansley. I don't know why they left out Robin Wansley. Robin Wansley is the enemy. All these yep. people are the enemy of the United States of America. It, listeners, point out where I'm wrong. They're the enemy of the American life. Get your garage door fixed before winter. You saw you woke up this morning. Look at that. I did. It could happen. I woke up this morning. Garage door was stuck. But I got no fear. And I got a truck. Who gives up? Leap. Not a garage door guy. You're going to get the whole family with Prince Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Five-star Google ratings. Put them in your telephone closet. They're your new guy. 612-263-6985. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They take care of everything up to and including through the installation of a brand-new door. I, uh, I've met with them. I have enjoyed meeting with them. They're my buddies from Precision Garage Door. And... Uh, They'll take care of you, and they do it right the first time. They keep in touch through texting. They tell you where they are, when they'll be there, what's going on. It's really the way to go. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. PrecisionDoorMN.com, or again, at 612-263-6985. Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. You know, you ever get those bugs in the house where you pick them up and then your fingers smell like the bug? It's a real strong smell and you can't get rid of the smell. Welcome to America. Where have you been? Well, anyway, I got a paper cut on my finger. Okay. And I picked up the bug yesterday because I won't kill anything. I took the bug outside. Are you? What? Kidding me? You, I actually agree. You with will Jenny. not kill a bug. I have killed those. I have. We are recalling you. I am starting a movement to recall you as mayor of Garage Logic. You're finish. missing out. You didn't let me finish the story. I don't want to hear any more. I, I want you to stop talking and the pack up your stuff. Important. The more you talk, the deeper the hole. Let him go. Just let but him I got a paper going. cut, and I had the bug uh, grip between my thumb and the paper cut, and the uh-huh. paper cut uh-huh. acted up, and I'm afraid the bug. Yeah, of course he did, you idiot. Secreted stuff into my hand and now I'm going to get flesh-eating disease. Flesh-eating wow. disease. You know what? If you do, you deserve it. Yeah. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Yeah. That was a little over the top, wasn't it? It's a little mean. I don't think no. so. Yeah. He deserved oh, it. Right. <laughs> Seemed a little mean to me. Mean mean to me? Yeah, that I'm, was uncalled for. I'm mean proof. That that guy is a jerk. <laughs> Just called the jerk store and they ran out of you. Oh. Yeah, well, I with your oh uh, what ma, no. Wife? <laughs> Mama? No. It's got to be your Can't? bowl. Uh-huh. Huh? I forgot Ooh, how that line goes. I need a second here, gentlemen, so bear with me. We are bearing with you. That's not a song. I, I just wrote it. 
Um, John. Yes. When you get to the end of your news, uh, what do you call it? The halfway point? Yes. Please throw it to Rookie. Rookie, I need another Ray and Welter heating. Got you covered. Did I tell you I spoke to your sister? Did I already tell you that? Maria? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tony, uh, take care of you. Chris. Chris. Yes, Kenny. Chris. Hi, Maria. What do you want? What do you want from well, Zip? You know what? I Nothing, think we should right? do it. Yeah, let's wait on Moon until it the next rough. segment. And I'll, I'll I do like it. Are you done? Yeah. You're idea. done. Yeah. You know what you have to do? You don't even have to reference that page in the corner no. there. Oh, finish. Good Complete. idea. Um, what are you giving out for Halloween tonight? This morning I watched a movie called American Made about the life of um, Barry Seal, the smuggler for uh, Iran-Contra. Huh. It was fascinating. It was Do really you know? good. Starring Tom Cruise, though. Despite Tom Cruise, I still enjoyed it. So, Rookie, you'll I have to share this with you, otherwise I will forget. Are those Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movies fun? Yeah. I only saw the I first two. I don't think I've seen one. Jess's best friend and two cousins, right, we're all the same. Age, yeah. Are obsessed with the Barry photo, right? Okay. As many are. Look what I was shown. Merry Christmas. The ads? Yeah, oh I keep getting those on Facebook. <laughs> see you, Rook. That's why I succumbed, John. I couldn't I couldn't take it. I finally gave in. Those damn online ads work. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, you're you're going to have to send that to me. All right. I'll do it. I'll send it to all you guys. <laughs> Jess's cousin, Amanda, who's freaking hilarious. She, I, I got, I'll just send this to her once once every four months, and she'll just... So that's probably it. on Amazon. Probably. I showed that to somebody Hell I yes. know, and she said, ow. And then uh, after a beat, she said... Uh, let me see uh, that again. You got a phone number? Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me take another round at that. Let me, let me give another gander. Take Rock. a run at that. Uh, I don't know. Barry. I'm waiting. Oh. <laughs> God. The best is he was at the Twins Clubhouse. Or no. The press box. He's in the press box. You, you, have to, you have to admit, as a straight male, you have no inclinations to play for the other team. That's if you impressive. met him, oh, yeah. you, you would still want to see that, right? Like, really? Yeah. This is not. Yeah, I, I would. I would request. This isn't boogie nights. It's, it's a science experiment. This isn't boogie nights. I don't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I don't I, have the end of the world. I think if I saw that back. thing in, if I had that th saw that thing in action, I might break out in tears. That you don't want to see that thing angry. Frightening. Why are you so angry, Barry? Um, Flashlight. You want it on your liner page, pipes? sir? Yes. What, where do you want it? Oh, I don't care. Where do you Second column. Is it this one? How did I miss? It's the end of the world there as we is. know I'll it. Take it. It's and in he the first feels column. fine. I put Joe Sushi's fine. Put it right pipes. there. Let's go. Third from the top, Joe. Hang okay, on a sec. Pipes. I think I deleted my news and I can't find it. Oh, my uh -oh. God. <laughs> But you got that picture of that picture of Barry. I'm telling you, the Barry wallpaper. Beavers deleted his news. Where did my news go? What is today? It's I think I better use it, right? Right there behind the shadow of Barry. 83 degrees on this day in 1950. What in the living hell? I think I need to include 1950. Wouldn't that have been fun? Yeah, that would have been very festive. Wouldn't that have been fun? Hang on, let me. I don't have a picture of Barry. I thought I had one in my phone. Well, you do now. Hang tight. I bet I, I bet I thought I was having a heart attack, and I deleted it. 
I do that a lot. That I included a I was having magic. a heart attack. Don't you do that? Oh, no, Kenny, you I, think you're I having don't. a heart attack, and it's like, oh crap! We start deleting stuff right away. Yeah, uh, it's got to be in my deleted stuff, right? Hey, hang on. Why hang are on. you sending this to please, me? Please stand I delete, by. I thought you said I you wanted it. Uh, I don't want it. Why? Well, I don't think it's that funny. Send well. it to send it to the CP. All right, hang on. I got it. Hey, I got a hanger for you. <laughs> I need an ornament. An ornament, excuse me. Let's light the menorah. <laughs> John, I'll you be, got a new view. I uh, I have to get my news back, and it's on this computer, so uh, I this don't know why. Take a while. I didn't send it to myself. Is the weird part. That's okay. I'm still looking for Barry. I know he's in here somewhere. Send it to myself. Probably years ago. Rook, you're writing a lot of songs today. I wrote that. Just wrote that one. Well, this doesn't just show anything. It just shows gifts and stuff. Well, yeah, you don't want that hanging on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Literally hanging on the Christmas tree. Honest to God. Is that reindeer poop? No, no, well, no. Am I missing it? No, it's behind the presents. You got Matthew, it. do you have the original picture? I have I to look and see. Uh... I mean, I'm back a year or two here, and I'm not seeing it. I have the new watch. I have the shoes. <laughs> new watch. Are these really Converse? Is that? I stared at it for 30 seconds at a wedding, and Paul's like, look a little closer. And then all of a sudden, like, you. Oh, yeah. Remember well, when you sent it to me, and I said, hey, I think I got a pair of those. Until <laughs> <laughs> I realized what was going right. on. You don't have a pair Jeez. of that. Remember when you sent that to Thomas? That was the watch one. Oh, Thomas, he got I mad. got a new watch for my birthday. <laughs> He got upset. She's sending me pictures like that. <laughs> Tom tells us, oh, I, I don't think that's him. I found How it. How do you know? <laughs> oh, Never mind, Matthew. I you found got it. it. Okay. But send me those other jokes. I, I okay. have to go back and see if I still have them. I got, I got news. Whatever. You're good? He's got his news. I'm good now. All right. News is back. Joe, well, are you ready? There's nothing to see in this picture, Reavers. Well, there's it's Christmas. It's, well, it's oh my God. I hey, know. Kenny, I know it's hard, but use your imagination. <laughs> uh, you mean you know it's difficult? I'm I rolling. Guess, oh, that's, that's what I meant. Part of the I got to see what Tom Jewell is sending me. I can do an ad. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the world, and you know it. And he's he the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. North American Banking Company. They are proud sponsors of the Garage Logic podcast, proud sponsors of John Heights News, and also proud sponsors of Reavers' transition to a different banking world. That's right. I made the switch a couple of months ago. You should too, because North American Banking Company, they care about you, your family, and of course, your business. They first opened back in 1998 and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. So go into one of their six locations and find out for yourself. Mine's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. Check them out online today, nabankco.com, nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Before we get to John, let me say one more thing about Hua Yong Kim, who must be defeated in uh, Ward 5 in St. Paul. She told the Star Tribune editorial writers that 
the DFL and the Democratic Socialists have overlapped shared values. No, you don't. You don't have values. You have agendas. You have no, you do not have the well-being of the individual at heart. Mm -hmm. You have an agenda. You must be defeated. You are the enemy. Here's John Haidt. Uh, Thank you, Joe. I must say, I looked at their platform. Uh, That would have been seen as a fringe group 20 years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why have they survived? And flourished in Minneapolis. Yes. Anywho, uh, this news is brought to you, as Chris told you, by the North American Banking Company. One uh, sports note of sorts, Dick Bremer is leaving the broadcast booth for the Minnesota Twins after 40 seasons of doing play. Dick was on board that long. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, he started with when it was called Midwest Sports Channel. Yeah. Uh, Dick will become a special assistant in the Twins front office at year's end. I wonder if you might too old to Dave St. Peter hire me. Probably not. Yeah. No, nope, he'd hire it's you in a late. second, Mr. Mandan. It's, it's too late. The Twins said in a press release they are assessing potential broadcast options as well as a talent lineup for the 2024 season and beyond. An announcement will come later in the offseason as to what they uh, plan to do. I don't believe, have they straightened out the thing with uh, Bally yet either? I, I don't know. No, I don't think so. So there could be all kinds of uh, different things going on as far as broadcast of the Twins go next year. But Dick Bremer, uh, anyway, uh, will not be broadcasting next year after 40 years. So there you go. Uh, First snow of the season, you know what that means. A lot of accidents this morning. As of 9 this morning, the State Patrol reported since midnight. Um, Stop. uh, Yes. uh uh What did you refer them to as? Uh, I'm sorry, crashes? Yeah. Thank you. You want, you want crashes, not accidents. Yeah. I never want to hear you use the word, term accident again. I'm sorry. Aren't they you, accidents? You, no. Oh. These are preventable crashes and or wrecks. Uh, stupidity and speed, the main cause. Go ahead, John. I wouldn't have used it, but it was an accident. As of 9 this morning, Ooh. the Minnesota State Patrol <laughs> reported since midnight there were 191 191- crashes across the state with nine of those involving injuries luckily none involved serious injuries or fatalities there were another 121 vehicles who went off the road and 13 jackknifed semis uh kenny you said uh, things are much better on the roads at this point right yeah m- dry and sun, and sun, is, stuff. sun is out everybody's happy old yep. solly's helping out huh yep yep uh it will be cold trick-or-treating tonight bundle the kids up hey, hey. the good news <laughs> Yes, uh, mid-40s for highs by the weekend. So, uh, obviously, it'll, it'll get nicer. I know you just uh, left the sports department, uh, Johnny, but uh, uh-huh. from our guy, former colleague Tom Presso, Tom, Presso, Tom, Presso, yeah. Tom Pelissero, the Vikings are trading for Arizona Cardinals quarterback Josh Dobbs. Hmm. Never heard of him. Really? Who he play for. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's the Arizona court. No, have you ever heard of him? I only because he was the starter for Arizona. He, he's yes. started all their games this season, actually. and they're one and seven. Yeah. Why are they Why letting the him go? Do that? Well, their starters yeah. coming back from injury. Kyler Murray. Yeah. No, uh, why? Guy. Why would we go get him? Well, they need depth at the position, Joe. Oh, depth! Yeah. Whatever happened to that Bible thumper kid that was a, a burnout? Uh, he burned out right away a few years ago. Oh, isn't Tim Tebow. Yeah, isn't he available? God, Kenny, he's about sixty. Oh, is he? Is that that long ago? Thirty-five. Well, that's oh, old. it's old. That's, what about Brady? Let's get Brady. Well, he's pretty old, past, isn't he? I wouldn't he? put it past him. Well, okay. Just for the sake of right. know, talk talk radio and podcast, I want Colin Kaepernick. So. 
Well, that would be a talker, Ooh. wouldn't it? It sure would, wouldn't it? Yeah, if he could still play, he'd be on a team. <laughs> well, no, he wouldn't, Chris. You're very naive. Star Tribune reporting, <laughs> Minneapolis Park Board Vice President Alicia Crudup resigned on Monday after serving half a term. The other eight commissioners will now have to appoint a replacement to complete the two years that remain before the next Park Board elections. Crudup, who went by the last name Smith when she was elected as one of three citywide commissioners in 2021, married at the end of May, and uh, that's the reason she's resigning. In a resignation email to park leaders, she said she's moved outside with her new husband to a home outside Minneapolis, does not meet residency requirements for elected office. I'll be darned. Huh. <laughs> darned? I made up a word. Hi, you did. I'll be darned. You just hi I'll be darned. <laughs> A man was found shot to death in a vehicle in North Minneapolis late Monday, according to officials. Officers made the discovery shortly before 10.30 p.m. in the 4100 block of North Humboldt Avenue. Police say the vehicle had been in the residential block with its engine running for several hours. The man in his 20s was in the driver's seat. According to police, he has not been identified yet, and there have been no arrests. There have now been 52 homicides in Minneapolis so far this year, according to uh, to the Star Tribune's database that compares with 75 at this time last year. From uh, next door in my home state, a retired longtime North Dakota lawmaker has been arrested and charged with traveling to Prague with the intent to rape a minor, according to a federal indictment unsealed yesterday. Uh. Ex-Republican Ex State Senator Ray Holmberg was also charged with one count of receiving and attempting to receive images depicting child sexual abuse, according to the indictment. The indictment accuses the 79-year-old Holmberg of traveling from his home state to the Czech Republic from June 2011 to November 2016 with intent to rape a person under the age of 18. The indictment does not say whether Holmberg traveled to Prague once during that time period or multiple times. The allegations that he received or attempted to receive, receive images that depict child sexual abuse range from November 2012 to March 2013. The indictment also alleges he used aliases. Holmberg served more than 45 years in the North Dakota Senate until his resignation last year after local media outlet The Form of Fargo-Moorhead revealed he exchanged dozens of text messages with a person who was jailed on charges related to child sexual abuse. Uh, I'm sorry, John. Do we know no. anything about this guy? Does he have a family? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> because, know you know, what do you spectrum. tell, what do you say? Um, I'm going to Prague here for a week. Well, or, right. I have a, something you really got to set up. I have a question about that. Of course, he can be prosecuted for the stuff he did here in the States, but you you can now be prosecuted for things you did in Prague? Well, we or may we're going to do, planned on doing? We might have an exchange <laughs> thing for it. I would think. I think, Rook. The point of the charges are that he did. I think that's the. Oh, okay. That's the way but, I read them, anyway. Uh, how can that be illegal in this country? How, something you? I'm confused. How do you get to be 79 and that screwed up? I don't know. Well, I have, you I probably think. have been the whole time. Oh. He doesn't have. <laughs> you know what? He. I bet you he's got like eight cylinders to his name. He doesn't have a fun. Hobby. That's high. That's way too high. He doesn't have. He doesn't have a fun. He's got to push more. Well, we take a break. I am going to go look up all the information I can find about Ray Holmberg. But why don't we? Uh, why won't we talk to Rookie uh, in the meantime? When you woke up today, you saw all that white powder sitting on the street, on the grass. All, you know, when you woke up this morning, saw a whole bunch of snow. And I know that you people, that's not a know exactly where to go. It was probably very cold outside and warm in your home. 
and that's because your heating unit is working properly. If it's making funny noises or it's not working properly, don't wait until you get to 59 degrees. Get in touch with the pros. The pros, the veterans at Ray and Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com. It's so important, as you well know. I don't have to tell you. This is Minnesota. If it goes down, you're in big trouble. They have 24-7 service, and you can call and let a human answer the phone at 612-825-6867. This is during business hours. You can also schedule an appointment online, but they do have emergency service available. Shutting down that AC unit, it's got a little snow on it right now, but if you're worried about it or you've been lucky so far, Maybe have them come out and check it before you shut it down. If it hasn't been done for 15, 20 years, it would be a very good idea to have 100 years of experience behind your air conditioning or heating unit and four generations of family members that have lived right here in the Twin Cities. Ray and Welter Heating, great place, great garage logicians, and they want the chance to earn your business, not with a funny jingle, but with the common sense uh, message of just give us a call and we'll be there. Uh, winter, spring, summer, or fall. When Joe Souchere looks at me, I end the call. Welterheating.com. Well, here we are, children. Thank you for attending the extracurricular Halloween fun night. I'm Morgan Cuey Wolf Slattery here to get you all prepared for Halloween. Now, first of all, we need to dress appropriately. No violent or condescending costumes. I'm going to be a cowboy with a big hat and two six shooters at my side. Uh, I don't think I'll have any ammo, though. It doesn't matter. A cowboy is just wrong on so many levels. Any others? I'm a secretary. I want to be a nurse. Because these are women's jobs? Honestly. Children, there is no trick or treat. Candy is bad for you and Dressing up in inappropriate costumes will give you nightmares. Do not race from house to house. If someone is going slower than you, shine your light ahead and say, Excuse us, passing on the left. Okay, pretend there's someone in front of you. What do you say? Hey, hurry up. We got a lot of potential bounty out here. Oh, children. What do we say on Halloween after ringing the doorbell at a home in our community? Trick or treat, money or eat. Give me some candy or I'll kick you in the seat. Hey, lady, out with the goods. I ain't got all night. No, no, no. Hey, hurry up. Ooh. Did we scare ya? Hey, lady. Do you have I say goods? No, no, no. We say wellness and equal opportunity. Wellness and opportunity? I don't even know what that means, you old bailiff. Take a tree, Morgan. Q-E. Wolf. Sally. Happy Halloween, you <laughs> Those three are drinking now. <laughs> Drinking Let's see, <laughs> Sophia, I just had to go help her with her flat tire in the middle of Edina outside the Walgreens last night. No, no, they should be doing that on their well, own. Well, we, we have AAA, uh-huh. and uh, my card says it's good through July of 2024, but it expired on the 15th of September. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. So I went out there, called them, <coughs> and I said, well, okay, let's re-up. I re-up every year, and I cover all the kids. And, well, there's a 72-hour wait yep. because I have the plus 100 miles of a tow. So I had to pay 50 bucks for same-day service and then $60 for the tow with 
$7 a mile outside of five miles. I have uh, noticed that the AAA is not what it used to be. It was um, cheap insurance way I've back. I've never been a member. I was just going to add, Kenny, it's funny you say that because they told me when my, my deal runs through the end of the year, uh, I, I'm not allowed to renew because I use them more than twice. Because I had a two. What? Yeah. Wow. I exceeded my my limit or whatever. Can we get going here? That's what I'm Are saying. you you're not a top, a top like flight member? You I like I'm I have un, I have unlimited towing. Oh, I, I thought I did miles. too. But I use because I used it once to take a vehicle up to Schoonovers to put tires on it in the like early yeah. spring. Yeah. And then I used it to uh, get a vehicle down to my brother's house. And they said, "Oh, you've exceeded your limit." I what? Hmm. Wow! I thought I paid for the. Can we unlimited? get going here? Some insurance carriers also <laughs> offer the same service. Exactly. So check with your auto insurance. Yeah, I'll have to check that. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> by the way. <laughs> small, very small. Who is? It? Oh yeah. A lot know. of people like this picture of me, y- like Barry. Y- you didn't send the book. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Matthew, we're on the council. Are we? Yeah, but that doesn't show anything. You didn't send the um, the watch and the book photos. I don't yet. have it. It must have run out. I'll. Oh, I bet my right. brother Paul has it. Uh, Chris, Kenny, I will uh, take. Yes, John. you should get up to four toes a year, according to what I'm reading. Even with the basic. What the hell? I'd complain if well, I, I got you. plus. I'm. I'm I was to. really mad. I have plus also. Yeah. Huh, Joe? What do you Here. have? Besides very little. Patient. He's never. I he's never had so. it. I just think Sophia likes to go uh, ride over nails so she gets to spend quality time with her father. Joe, why don't you have it? What if you're out of town and the bride breaks I down somewhere? Because I'm an adult it. and I don't have cars that break down. Ever get wet, remember, remember when she called you from the alley and you were at some uh, tropical island with your girlfriend and oh, she yeah. called you and said, I'm stuck in the alley. And you said, what am I supposed to do about it? I was in Chicago covering the North Star. Yeah, whatever the story is. You know, I'll go along with whatever lie <laughs> it is. Um, AAA could have saved you there. Yeah. So all the neighbors came out. It was all set. All Let's right. go here. Kenny, are you ready? <laughs> For what? I need a uh, <laughs> Moon Motorsports. All right. Rolling. I don't know. Barry. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Okay, if you've ever been to a GL event, you probably know the Webbs. Weber, uh, chief engineer at Hover Radio, the biggest motorcycle nut walking the planet. I don't care how many motorcycles you've owned. He's owned way more. Actually, he probably has way more than you right now in his garage. That's how much he loves it. The reason I bring up the Webbs is because he just last week, he ordered from Moon Motorsports in Monticello a 2024 Yamaha XSR 900 GP. He put money down. He's going to be receiving the first one to arrive stateside whenever Moon gets that in. That's because Webbs knows right now is the best time of the year to buy that brand new motorcycle you've been dreaming about. Uh, you street uh, riders, look this thing up. You're going to love it. XSR 900 GP. Um, I'd start with the website for Moon, moonmotorsports.com. If they don't have it, move on to the Yamaha website. And right now at Moon, you can get zero payments until 2024, free first motorcycle service, and your choice. You cannot have an option here. Free winter storage or free in-state delivery for your brand new bike. You dirt and trail riders, 
KTM is probably your best bet. They have so many models, but you should also check out the Husqvarna models and the Gas Gas models. You buy any of those three, you'll receive a three-year warranty or a $500 gear credit. Stop into Moon Motorsports right there in Monticello, just a little bit west of the Twin Cities. Discover the most exciting power sports showroom in the Midwest. We're talking KTM, Husqvarna, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati. Here's Joe Sushere with the pronunciation of uh, that bike from uh, Japan. It goes... Yamaha, 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 Honda, Skidoo, and now Gas Gas. They have them all. 11 <laughs> brands under one roof. Moon Motorsports. John, what did you find out about this creepy old coot in North Dakota? Well, it gets uh, creepier because there's one thing online I found out about him. Just one thing. Yeah. Uh, aside from 45 years in the North Dakota legislature, he worked as a counselor for Grand Forks Public Schools. Oh, no. Which makes oh, it even How many victims are in oh, his way? We have a, a town council member that just informed me during the break that he had him, and I don't know if this town council member wants to be identified, but had him as a counselor. I was going to throw that in when you brought up that information. Wow. Uh, also, Kenny, uh, you were wondering, we do have, the U.S. has an extradition treaty with the Czech Republic. So oh, that, good. That would, that would uh, and, and basically it says if the U.S. asks, uh, they will supply whatever. Well, hopefully, uh, whatever happened to Jeffrey Epstein might happen to, you know, I'm just saying, you know, maybe. Another town council it, member, John, weighed in 68 uh -huh. times is the number that the leprosy or lepers have been mentioned in the Bible. <laughs> really? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for counting that pretty quick. Thank you. All I had was the one Jesus reference. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> and that so was in was Luke. Coot married? Uh, that I have no family information whatsoever to offer you. There was uh -huh. nothing online that I could find that would I indicate see. that. I just, and the only reason I ask is how he pulled off the trips to Czechoslovakia. Well, he's a 45-year legislator. Maybe he said, I got to go to Czechoslovakia. We're going to agree. Um, I'm going to be walking the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. That ain't going to be like zipping months. into Wisconsin. You get no. in, you get out like stripes. How do you even get to there from North Dakota? You'd have to fly here. I love how you think everybody outside of the Twin Cities is living in sod huts and they have ox carts. That's that's, you your, that's your deal. That's so Can, awesome, Joe. Can, have you ever been to the airport in Bismarck? It's exactly yeah, right. Hector. I, oh, no, not no, Bismarck. That's Fargo. Uh, the that's Fargo, Fargo. Uh, yeah. Hector. I love Hector and Fargo. You it's can't great. take the big planes in and out of North Dakota. The, uh, yeah. the big, big planes. Yeah. I would count that as a blessing. You hop on a little puddle jumper and head to the big guy. Yeah, and, uh, with the news. In, in other news, Israel says its forces have killed dozens of Hamas fighters after storming Gaza's sprawling tunnel network and attacking underground compounds. Israeli troops made what they called significant progress in the ground offensive as they continued advancing deeper in that area. It said that ground and air forces hit Hamas positions and anti-tank guided missile squads. Israeli troops were pictured marching through Gaza after hitting more than 300 targets overnight. Update on a story we had yesterday, that plane that we talked about in Russia, where that uh, riding crowd was trying to yes. find out if there were any Jews on the plane. Well, there were some injuries, more than uh, we heard yesterday. More than 20 people were injured when those riders stormed the airport in Dagestan and ran onto the tarmac. Russian President Vladimir Putin Monday deferred blame, alleging Ukrainian and Western involvement in the riot. He did not provide any evidence for those claims. 
Of the more than 20 people injured, nine were police officers. 20 injured people included police and civilians. 10 people hospitalized, two in critical condition. Five months before that mass shooting in Maine, in Maine, the gunman's family alerted the local sheriff that they were becoming concerned about his deteriorating mental health while he had access to firearms. After the alert, the Sagadohawk County Sheriff's Office reached out to officials of Robert Card's Army Reserve Unit, which assured deputies they would speak to Card and make sure he got medical attention. The family's concern about Card's mental health dated back to early this year before the Sheriff's Office was contacted in May. U.S. Supreme Court hearing arguments today in a pair of important cases that test the ability of public officials to block critics from their personal social media pages. The cases echo issues raised in a now-defunct suit against then-President Donald Trump for blocking his critics on Twitter. Kevin Linke, a frequent gadfly of the Port Huron, Michigan government, sued the city manager, James Freed, because Freed blocked him on his personal Facebook page. Lidke says that he began posting comments on Freed's page at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic because he found information there was that, there that was not available elsewhere. Uh, Freed says he's not an elected official and that his personal Facebook page dates back to his college years. He says he has maintained that page at home on his personal computer and that constituents should be able to be blocked. I was uh, one of the original authors on the uh, Port Huron statement, uh, uh, the original document, not the compromised second edition. Right. McDonald's on Monday reported its revenue was up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a long story. I don't think we want to get into it, do we? I didn't hear a word, John. <laughs> Something about Facebook. <laughs> it's a lot mind. of fun. <laughs> and I Kenny, wasted on the old. ho oh, oh. It's a, it was a great line in Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh. McDonald's on Monday reported revenue was up 14% in the latest quarter, a surge the burger giant said was driven mostly by strategic menu price increases. Uh, this seems kind of weird, but uh, one branch in Darien, Connecticut, charged 18 bucks for a Big Mac combo meal. So you got a Big Mac, fries, and a medium soft drink. For eighteen dollars, that'll be the day. Woo. The day that I pay eighteen bucks for that rat food is beyond oh my, my comprehension. The Golden Arch has brought in a total of six point six. I guess billion. they're not advertising. Yeah, they're not going to be on soon. I think six point six nine billion dollars in revenue for the three month period that ended September thirtieth. Uh, Joe, here's a story you might be able to uh, relate to: a man dressed in a banana costume. Sought to slip out of banana or out of, out of banana out of police custody after being caught early yesterday urinating on a Key West sidewalk. According to who cops, has done that when they're wearing their banana suit. <laughs> That's according to cops who had to chase the fleeing reveler down through Old Town streets. Mm -hmm. After being flagged down about a white male in a banana costume relieving himself across from a row of porta potties. <laughs> A Key West Police Department officer spotted 20-year-old Kyle Mortimer urinating on the sidewalk. I'm trying to remember what I wore for shoes in the, when I had the banana suit on. <laughs> what, what, would a, shoes? what would banana? Maybe those um, those wooden uh, pointy well, clogs from uh, they were they were from Holland. From yeah. Holland. <laughs> Holland banana. Well, I mean, they, they would look like bananas. No, they don't look Joe, like Joe, may I ask a question in regards to the banana suit? Sure. How different would your career arc have been? Had yeah. social media been invented, oh, 
50 years before its time. Well, you'd probably get some shots of me in a banana suit. Had brown buttons. Are there any photos available? Yes. Where are they housed? I'm not seeing. I should probably call the CP. Yeah, we're going to need to investigate. I think we one of us better ring her up. According to police, Mortimer was zigzagging to prevent (laughs) capture when he ran away. At that point, a second cop grabbed him by the peel. The peel? That's what it says. I'm sorry. Mortimer then twisted and pulled away. He didn't want to be handcuffed, according to police. After being collared about 1.20 in the morning in front of the Smoke and Tuna. story? It is, yeah. In front of the Smoke and Tuna Saloon. Mortimer was walked by police to nearby Old City Hall, where he was charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. Both are misdemeanors. Was it just a regular yellow suit, or was it an actual banana? It was a banana. He was was dressed like a banana. Not not the guy. I I don't care about that guy. I mean, suit. No, just a double-breasted yellow suit. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. They were really nice, but they were heavy. Wool? Yeah. Was it wool? No, but it was heavy and you know a little warm on stage, yeah. was it? Yeah. 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 That's far out, yeah. brother. I can't remember what shoes. Couldn't I get those wore. elbows flying with the sticks, right? I took I mean, the coat off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was this I, around the same time that your roommates failed to inform you of your car being stolen? That was in that era. Yeah. <laughs> they watched it being stolen. <laughs> they might have been medicated and had no idea what the hell they were looking well, at. Hey, what's he doing, man? Why is he Joe, taking that car? Why is he taking Joe's car, man? I don't did, know. Did you have any leisure suits, Joe? You're about the same age as no, my brother. No, I never he, did. He had he had a the reason I asked this, he had a yellow leisure suit. Who did? With a, my brother, my oldest brother. Well, that's with, pathetic. Uh, the yellow pants and the you know, the short coats, the leisure yeah, suits yeah. had had oh, that. It was terrible. It was it was awful. That's awful. terrible. Was he a television I, salesman or what? He I'm was a TV reporter. A, a zoot suit, actually. Uh, Joe's suit was a zoot suit. It a yellow a nice zoot suit. suit. They were huh. expensive. I don't yeah. remember where we got them. Not from Jaime's. Uh, Jaime's haberdashery? No, they didn't even exist then. I don't know where we got those. Hmm. Uh, and now, a different kind of Halloween display complaint. This one complained about because... People are saying it's lewd. It's, some parents are calling it inappropriate. What are you talking about? Idlewild mm-hmm. Elementary put up a privacy fence to try and block students from seeing what they say is the display. The skeletons in the display are placed in sexual positions, according oh. to the school. So oh. Playing horsey back, huh? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Victoria. So there's a house next to the school. That's correct, sir. I see. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Oberly says there's a time and a place for these kinds of things, and that's an adult thing right there. So for children, no, I don't accept that. Uh, 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 go ahead. Let me go ahead. And finish. The school uh, responded to parental concerns in an email. They say the homeowners have refused to take down the decorations. The homeowners also added a sign among the skeletons that reads, Dear Karen, challenge accepted. Next year, try to be polite. One of the homeowners says the display isn't a big deal. Some neighbors say it's indecent to have the skeletons positioned as they are. Other homeowners are saying people are overreacting. 
One person who lives in the area, parent Dustin Doherty, says with what kids have access to on their cell phones nowadays, this is pretty much just a PG display. You know what? I think so, too, and I'll take that over these morons who recreate an airliner crash. That doesn't do much for me. Um, Give me the skeletons. Go, Matthew. Why can't ghosts make love? I don't know. (laughs) They have Halloweenies. Um... The problem with this story Yikes. is parents no longer know how to lie to their kids. These new generation of parents, they could take a page from our parents who lied to us about everything and are still lying to us to this day. Those skeletons are merely wrestling. That's all they're doing. Yes, they're wrestling. <laughs> come on. Or, what the or hell? they had a nightmare. Yeah, I could We come up with a million excuses yeah, yeah. for what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Come That's on. a lot of fun. Thanks, John. Okay, Joe. <laughs> and, uh, okay, Kenny. We'll be. Uh, okay, you Kenny. know that a majority of archaeologists yeah. are women uh-huh. because they, they have the past. They can dig up the past like you know other. Did you just see that? It, didn't Kelsey say yeah, that? Yeah, he just said yeah. that. Is it time to do this? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Are we on? This is the mayor of Garage Logic on Halloween candy. Uh, have you ever thought about the phrase trick or treat? I, I think this year I'm going to exercise my, uh, uh, my franchise there and say when a kid says trick or treat, money or eat, I'm going to grill the kid. What, what exactly do you mean? I mean, are you going to do the trick? Do I have the treat? Who has the money? Who's going to eat the stuff? I'm very, I've been confused about it for a long time, and I, uh, I think this Halloween there is a time for uh, the older people and the younger people to finally reach uh, some sort of, uh, may I say it, closure on this. This is your mayor, Joe Sushir. Gortreet. What are you giving out? <clears throat> you got no chance. Advice. He's giving out advice. What are we giving out? Yeah. How you should be part of that. I How can you not be part of that? The the joy of going into a Costco. I bought the pumpkin. Yeah, you bought one pumpkin. It's not like you're Charlie Brown and the great pumpkin here. It's a nice pumpkin. I know my pumpkins. You ready? I would like to thank uh, Thomas upstairs for... Uh, Informing the staff how to walk in the winter. That's g- great stuff there. Tom. Did he? Tom Thank did you. that? Thank you very much. To shuffle? Yeah. Walk um, slowly, says Thomas. You know why he had to do that, Kenny? Uh, probably uh, the guys down the hall that wear the suits, probably. No, someone <laughs> took a spill this morning. Oh, same Ooh. kind of person that gets in a crash on the way to work. Yeah. yeah. Is that person hurt? That I don't know. Huh. Do we know that person? I don't think well you well, definitely we do <laughs> from accounting huh? for a million dollars joe who that plus they did the thing on the end of the parking lot so you can't park on the next to the stairs because that's where they push all the snow out hmm. when they plow the there was oh i'm gonna make an announcement when we come back you ready yeah announcements, rolling announcements We got to change the name of Fanul Hall in Boston. Well, it's about time. I've been there many times. It's, uh, it's last, isn't it? Currently, an like an open market. Uh, yeah, it's very you, festive. You know what you can get there? 
One hell of a crab cake. Uh, it's very festive. Yes. Coronavirus? You know what crab <laughs> crab cakes have when you're up and down the eastern seaboard? Character. Crab. Oh, yeah. The Fresh stuff, stuff here is ridiculous. It's just all filling. They have crab meat and crab cakes. In the, you know what? They used to have them in the press box in Baltimore. Oh, really? Boy, okay, I'm not a big good. crab cake guy. My wife is, and last time we were there, she said they were the best ever. So who was this guy? He, uh, a slave merchant, a slave trader, and he, in 1740, donated... And his name was Fanul? Yes, Patrick Fanul. I see. And Peter. Donated, Peter Fanul. Peter, I'm sorry. He donated the um, land and just built it, and it, it's gone through a whole bunch of... Big speeches, the Revolutionary War. Um, unfortunately, um, I don't know that they sold or <coughs> traded slaves through the building. Samuel Adams and other American colonists made some of their earliest speeches urging independence from Britain, and they did so right there in Fanuel Hall. Isn't that something? Um, I have an opinion. Go. It's going to happen. The name is going to be changed. I mean, I can tell just from the brief history you've given me here. I would propose that we, it's going to be changed to an African-American name. I don't have a problem with that. I want it to be a current living influence uh, influencer. Um, black Flavor Flav. No, I was actually <laughs> thinking Flav. Snoop Dogg. Okay, Snoop Dogg. Because Snoop Dogg might be the greatest living American like walking Snoop the Paul. planet. Snoop Hall. Snoop Hall? Yeah. The leading contender might be Crispus Attucks. You know who well, he was? He was a badass. He was yep. a black man considered the first American killed in the Revolutionary War. Yep. Okay, but why are we why are we so soon to, to, to give it up already? I would not. If I was on the Boston City Council, <clears throat> I would have been one of the evil uh you well, know, in evil 20... right-wing nuts that said, I think Fanul Hall is fine. Let's well, it's all about changing history, Matthew, um, instead of actually teaching history. Right. But as recently as 2017, the mayor of Boston said, get screwed, we're not changing the name. Yeah, well, they're going to know, I bet. Well, I would hope that when they do change it, and I'm being serious, that they put up a plaque saying, this is what it used to be, this is the guy, this is why, here's what happened. Hey, by the way, do you, have you ever heard of Chris? You know, the whole deal. But Plus, make it here, here's another thing that dark people do, and I don't mean skin color. Dark people are uh, basically democratic socialists of America. What they do is ruin it for the rest of us because it never occurred to me to wonder who Fanul was. Now, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have been more up on my history. I wonder who this building's named for. It's a beautiful building. Every time I've been in Boston, I've ended up there for one reason or another. But it never occurred to me to wonder who Fanul Hall, what it, what it was. And now, they're, now they've poisoned it. They've ruined it. And they said... They power washed it. According to Sean Hennessy, a National Park Service spokesman, some of Boston's early slave auctions took place near Fennel Hall, but that doesn't mean they took place in Fennel Hall. You call it Fennel? I'm calling it Fanul. Fanul. It's Fanul. Fanul. Because you got to straighten out the U. Do you recall yesterday... We talked about Achilles' heel. Uh, Kirk Gibson has the torn Achilles' heel, and we were wondering, maybe it was on Sports Talk we did that. The Achilles' yeah, it must heel. Have yes, been. it was Sports Talk. Yes, must have been. Uh, because Achilles' heel that represents a weakness. That we know. What is your Achilles' <laughs> right. heel? Right. I thought it was tendon. Achilles' tendon. No, it's a heel. But you know, Bert comes through. Okay. Uh, one myth is that as a youth, Achilles was dipped into the river Styx by his mother. That would be S-T-Y-X. Yeah. 
This was done so he would be invincible as a warrior. When the old broad dumped him in the river, she had to hold him around his ankles, and thus the water didn't touch his ankles in the tendon area. So his ankle areas were his only vulnerable point, thus your weakness is your Achilles heel. I remember that story. Sounds like Bert has a little bit too much time on his hands. (laughs) Bravo! Time out. What am I missing? Yeah, most the of the river it. sticks. Too yeah. much time on my hands. Too much time on my hands. Wasn't that the clap? Right? Didn't they have that right? Yeah. And uh, remember, yesterday we had an email from somebody who was wondering why is oil there? What's the point? You know, there's oil under I mean, the. Gr- what are we gonna do? I mean, <laughs> I mean. So now I got a new email. From Brad, who writes, I'm on your side, but I had this thought. What's the oil in the ground there for? One of them could come back with, what's the cobalt in the ground meant for? Why is stuff in the ground? Are we not to use it? It's here for the taking. Matt? It's here for the taking. What are you giving out tonight? (laughs) A A mixture. Thank you for asking. A mixture. Of delicious bonbons. I still never found my pixie sticks. I'm a, Are you going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be all right. Uh, I'm giving out uh, 100 packs of uh, 22 cartridges. Okay. I, I made it to the liquor store last night, believe it or not. And as I'm checking out, I look over and I thought this to be a, a bag of Dots pretzels. It, it had that look to it. And I said, what's it? Are you, Fireball is selling pretzels? And the lady said, no, that's for the adult trick-or-treaters. It was just little bottles of Fireball in a bag. You know, when I go to Fratelloni's now, the last two times, I've bought, I've, I've boughten? Is that a word? Them ain't sure. the words you should use. Boughten. Them ain't. Sure. I, I have purchased Dots pretzels each time I was yeah. there. Yeah, they're delicious. Boy, are they good. Another pro Are you giving tip. out Dots pretzels? No. Oh. Another pro tip at the hardware store: look for the cooler with all the fancy root beer in them. All the all the hardware stores have them. Really? Yeah, fancy. Only root because beer. they come to us yep. all the way from the traveling Lymans or somewhere in, in the Ecuador. They're over there. They're down there. On this day, Joe. In, today is October thirty first. Well, on this day in eighteen seventy two, Augsburg College was dedicated in Minneapolis. You don't tell me. Mm-hmm. On this day, ten three one. On, in 1903, a Minnesota-Michigan football game ended 6-6, declaring a moral victory over the favored Michigan team. The Gophers cl- uh, claimed for their trophy a water jug accidentally left behind by the Michigan trainer. The little brown jug became a symbol of the two teams' rivalry. Did you know that dated to 1903? Yes. Okay. I know it's one of the biggest rivalry. I mean... The last time the Gophers, Trophies. the Gophers beat Michigan. 1977? No, it was, what, 2015 or whatever? Oh. Uh, Mike Grimm was filling in for Patrick and brought the jug to the studio. That's great. Really? Kenny, we both got our picture with it, didn't we? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> uh, are, if, send it to me when you're done, Such. I have an update. What? Yeah, uh, from Mike good. Price. Thank you. Well, I'm not Well, oh, you got Mike yet. Price, too. I got well, some I said when you're done, so too. when you're done. So, well, speed it up day, here. Wrap it up first. Let's on go. On this day in 1920, 
Anoka began earning its reputation as the Halloween capital of the world by holding its first planned celebration of the holiday. It's not a holiday. Is it? Like You're not Halloween. Often. The cr- Traditional streets. events include a parade, a football game, and a 5K Grey Ghost run. Ooh. And finally, on this day. Grey Ghost, Rook, not Grey Goose. Oh, damn it. I'd run, five, day, I'd run 5K for a bottle of Grey Goose. In 1991, Hell the yeah. Halloween blizzard began. A record what? snowfall of 24 to 36 inches blanketed the area from Duluth to the Twin Cities. It was the state's largest recorded snowfall in a single storm. You remember that? I do. Uh, have a seat. I, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, hang right. on first. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going with the blizzard? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm not. It's oh, just okay. everybody. I just have. I, I got you. That <laughs> yeah, went just, right by me. My favorite memory, and it Did wasn't even ask a you memory of that, was in 1991, screener boy Lauren Davis, who I called him, I was supposed to work the, the midnight shift to 8, and said, I, I can't make it in, broke into the vending machine <laughs> because he thought he was going to be stranded there for a week and a half. Wow. <laughs> he busted through. The fire axe? <laughs> To get a candy bar. To get a crummy candy bar that's probably been sitting in there for about three months. Uh, let me uh, do one addendum um, to your uh, today. I thought Kenny had some. Well, I will does. pass the mic to John. And John then I'll pass it. it over to Kenny. Uh, uh, no, because, I have the same info you have. All right. No, no, I have an addendum to today in Minnesota history. All right. Uh, oh. Because uh, Mr. Lyman sent this to us, and I think, Joe, you probably missed it. You were in the middle of the show, but I happened to see it as he sent it. Yeah. Uh, they are in Mira. Ecuador, San Jose, Ecuador, and yes. he noted it was 11 years ago today that they left Minnesota and started really? their journey. Really? 11 years ago today. 11 from maybe 2012? Correct. Close wow. enough, cowboy. Wow. John, I thought you were going to make reference to your uh, weirdo buddy there from North Dakota. What's his name? Ray something? Uh, Holmberg. Holmberg, I think. Uh, Mike emailed us. He says, Mike says he has two kids, five grandkids, no uh, word on wife or ex-wife. Huh. That makes it worse somehow. What? Two the kids? fact that he has grandkids? Well, sometimes old guys act up. You know, what are you going to do? Thank you. Uh, well, hopefully throw him in prison. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do this. Since there was no Halloween blizzard, just some snow, I want a quick reminder because it's coming down. November 2nd is the date, secondstork.org. Secondstork.org has got our major fundraiser at Mancini's Rathskeller. Should be a great time. It was really a lot of fun last year, and it's fun when that place is packed, so... It's 50 bucks to get in. There's a cash bar. Great Mancini appetizers, including garlic toast. Yes, it's that's worth it right there. But uh, check it out, secondstork.org. It's Storkfest at the Rathskeller. Signing up for Garage Logic on YouTube is free. Your entertainment is just un- it's priceless. But you have to sign up. You have to subscribe. Town Council. Tatters Off Brewery, the 15th of November, but you got to sign up at garagelogic.com. 10 bucks a month or 100 for the year. It's well worth the price. 83 degrees on Halloween in 1950. Halloween. Nice. We're clear. About what? About the lick Dylan plays in the middle of that is badass as hell. <laughs> that one. He's a monster. He's a monster. Monster. 
Of course, I wrote it, so you know. It was the Monster um, Mash. We don't know. That. No, we do. I, I wrote that. Couldn't tell you what. Is Keith Thriller a Halloween song? If you want it to be, I suppose, huh? Me. huh? Vincent Price. That's FBI warns terror threat high in the USA. Well, when hasn't it been? Well, um, did you see the video of the border agent stopping a hundred? Guys from Senegal saying, where are you heading? They had exact coordinations of where they're supposed oh, to go. Oh, I missed this on uh, Twitter. It's Fan Yule. Fan Yule. Like, well, I've been told it's pronounced like Daniel. Daniel? Daniel. Fan, yeah, Fan Yule. That's from Donna via Twitter. I forgot to mention oh, that. Oh, well. Close and Donna's a badass, and I believe her. Joe, Fan-Yul. I'm ready for you. Fan Yule. Nathaniel Fan Yule. He's a man one of the worst songs in history. Great guitar solo. Great guitar solo. He's still on the council. Yeah, he can't play this thing. Yeah, on the council. He can't on the council. Well, he's given up hope on the afternoon soaps with a bottle of cold brew. I mean, what? Excellent job, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a big sticks guy. I did like the stick. I never did like sticks. Really? No. I like some stuff. I actually sticks like this song a lot. Super Tramp, Kansas, uh, all those bands were the same to me. I, you know why, I dislike Kansas. Because you didn't have enough time on your hands. Oh, <laughs> what's what's that band that everybody sings at the ballpark that I hate so Sweet much? Journey. 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 Yep, they're all the same to me. How about yes. millions I, of dollars? I, I, I'm not with millions you. of dollars like in laptops are coming your way. <laughs> Missing from Are the public schools. Hold on, Millions of dollars of laptops. Thanks, Chris, you bastard. <laughs> All day Missing long. Missing from public school. Period. Oops. Hold on. Oops. God bless it. Public schools. Cool. Yep. New sentence, but the brash just brushes it off. B-R-A-S-H. Just. No. No, brass is B R A. Oh, brass! I thought you said brash, <laughs> but the brass just, just brushes, brushes it off. Brash it brush. off. The brass brush. Okay. Yes. Alliteration. Brass brush. Brass brush. Thank you. Democratic yep. Socialists of America. Of America, are the enemy. Are the enemy. Of America? Of the country we know and love. Ooh, that's good. That's real good. No. K-N-O-W. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> Close enough. God, I love doing that to you. <laughs> I cannot believe this dumb shit is. Goodbye, Fanuel Hall. F-A-N. Hold on. Goodbye. F ca- capitalized. Yes. F A N E U I L E U I L H A L L. That's right. Okay. What did I say? Goodbye, Fanuel Good, Hall. Goodbye, Fanuel Hall. Comma. Comma. A time to you were go. named Ba-do-ba-do. after a slaveholder. You were named after a slave. Is slaveholder one word? Yes. Okay. John Height. John Height. John, don't forget to send me news stories. I'm doing it even as we speak, Mr. Thanks, John. Johnny Height. Happy Halloween, you guys. I'm out. Yeah. See you, Rook. Our news. John, what are you giving up for Halloween? 
advice. Uh, Snickers bags with like four different pieces of candy. Couple of Snickers and a can of Coke. Reese's. I think I'm going to wear the life-size uh, adult Siamese cat costume. That's what they're giving out at the rectory. And I'm gonna you know, I feel like giving out books. I got so oh, many you're books. Gonna get you're going to get egg. Oh, my, my God. God. What a jackass. There you go, little kid. Why don't you just give out Here. boxes of raisins, you loser? I got loser. this little popcorn ball I want you to nibble on. God, boxes of raisins. They were the worst, <laughs> or, weren't they? Or take, oh. take that... That, that shitty Tootsie Roll candy and put a bunch in a, in a plastic bag and then hand that out. Well, the worst is you'll go to somebody's house and the, the candy's so old it's stuck together. Yeah. It's, if, it's, you give out, if you give out Tootsie Rolls, you are a socialist. Yes. That's a socialist Milky candy. Ways, they should be banned. I like Tootsie uh, Rolls. Mil- I don't Milky know what Ways. You want. It's some weird looking candy. Milky Ways. It's a mix, I bet. I don't know. You guys don't like Tootsie Rolls? I oh. love Tootsie hey, Rolls. Actually. Halloween. Hey, Halloween, Halloween, you like no. sticks too. So. Halloween, you need the basics. All right, Kenny, you asked for it. Like then. the big one kid who wanted the mosquito. Somebody turn that off. I sent him Chris. Oh. I'm busy listening to the solo. Leave me alone. And bugging everybody else. God. Be uh, on All Saints Day tomorrow. Feel much better. All Saints Day. Um, where's your email? Oh, there Chris, it is. Chris, When's I daylight savings it? time expire? Sunday. No. This weekend, yeah. Oh. Sunday's sunset will be 4.55 Poop. Bring it on. But then, you know what? December 22nd. <clears throat> she gets long. I have, uh, I've got startling news for you. Maybe I already told you this last winter. I'm now a 21st-er. Oh, yeah. Because I am already thinking about December. Well, I'm already thinking about that. Yep. That's why we invented it. It's, it's a the, psychological trick. It's the only way to get through this. That's right. Welcome <clears throat> to the club. Thank you. You guys are weird. <laughs> yes, we are. You're a normal person, so I used you go to, ahead and suffer. You know what, though? When the boys were really little, I liked <laughs> when it got dark out because then they would go to bed. <laughs> yep. A normie. Uh, and that works for me, too, Chris. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting would, pretty yeah. late. Look six, at the clock. It's a quarter six to six. <laughs> 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 and then you do the, well. <sighs> yeah. My dad is the king of Welp. Welp. W H E L P. Welp. Yeah, Fran's ready to go. I don't even make the announcement. I just. Uh, no, we just, know. You just. I, the Kenny yeah. goodbye. Yeah. What time do you get up in the morning? 4 30, my friend. That's too early. It's a little early. You're, not, a mo- you're not an early riser, are you? Oh, God, no. I hate it. Well, I've been getting up early. I've been getting up every day by eight. Eight. <laughs> I knew you guys were going to laugh. I knew it. That's why I said it, because I knew they'd laugh. Right, <laughs> See you, Rook. Sometimes I'm up at 7.30. Wow. Yeah. Well, hi, what are you laughing about? You stay in bed till nine. No, I just, I'm usually up by 7.30. Oh. Almost always. I don't think I've slept past seven o'clock. I don't even remember the last time. I also stay up late, which Chris doesn't like. I know that. Probably 
since I, I was bartending. That's probably the last time I was up pat or slept past 7 a.m. That was, a, Jesus, that was almost Yeah, fun. in an act of uh, desperation to get some sleep a few weeks ago, I uh, had myself a nice big shot of NyQuil. Ooh. And uh, it works so well that now uh, that's all I think about, and I have to fight the urge all day, every day, to not hit the NyQuil bottle. Oh, but you can feel the sleep coming. Oh, it's coming around the bend. And you don't wake up at all. Oh, it's so awesome. But I got to stay away from that. Don't you get that. the groggy? That's yeah, which I also love. Oh. Yeah. I haven't had NyQuil in about 10 years, I bet. Yeah, that's something. That somebody in your position, you and Joe, should probably stay away from the NyQuil because that <laughs> I've, shit I've is magic. Any... It uh, used it to really give me works. nightmares. That's why I quit using it. Whenever I yeah. took it, I'd have weird nightmares. Yeah, we call those flashbacks. <laughs> uh, I've got too much. How about this? There's an article in the Star Tribune today, editorial, that it's okay to hate Halloween. I saw that. Yeah. And there's another one that we should get to. I'll save it. Uh, I think I pulled it. Um, We're spending 454 million to build uh, to remodel the state office building. Oh, and how do you like the abbreviation? What abbreviation? Oh, the SOB. 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 Johnny, Colleen Lindstrom's son is going to pitch for the Gophers. Really? That's and pretty freaking cool. And then here's the endorsement in the Star Tribune. Fifth Ward, Hoa Young Kim. She's an enemy of America. This phony paper doesn't even mention who's running against her. Just a scant mention of who's running against her. What the hell? Chris? Yeah. Why is Washington trading Chase Young to the 49ers? They don't need they don't need him. <laughs> they already have a, Wow. Well, of course their defense hasn't been that good the last couple of weeks. Huh. <clears throat> For a third rounder. I don't get it. He's a free agent, I believe, at the end. Oh, of the year. you're probably right. Yep. The Vikings yeah. only did a, a pick swap for this Dobbs kid. I mean, he's huh. not any good, but Hey, well, I'm, I'm working Friday, right? You guys said I should work Friday. Yeah, you should work why. Friday. You, oh, you need the North American Banking Company thing, right? Well, that okay. and, uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I got to say goodbye to the town council, town council. Bye, town council. 